I guess fast forward, you know, I completed the MBA, which was a fantastic program. I I learned so much. I, I it definitely developed my I guess business framework and, and toolkit. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, and I still use it to this day. I I find that it definitely uh, increased my ability to think analytically in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely still use it to to this day, actually. But yeah, fast forward, you know, I guess a year or two after I, I completed the MBA, I started getting into to startups more, right? Yeah. And where I wanted to go. Yeah. And, and it was an incredible learning experience, right? Working for, for multiple startups. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Really excited to be bringing this uh, young leader onto the uh, podcast. His name's Michael Rudsky. Michael worked with us a, a number of years ago and really has an interesting history. Sort of went in and kind of followed maybe a potential path, you know, became an owner of a business, a very successful business, was growing that business. They got sparked by technology and all the things happening in the greater KW area. And, um, and decided to go back to school, do his MBA and, you know, did some startups, some amazingly successful startups, uh, worked with some really, really incredible technology companies. And he finds himself at Oracle now, one of the leading enterprise software companies in the world. And, uh, just amazing lessons. You know, a lot of times, you know, how do we make these different choices in our career? And I think for all of our leaders looking out into the future, you know, how do we look at, should I join a startup? Should I join a bigger company? What are the pros and cons? And, and, you know, should I go back for an MBA? Michael talks about all those things using his real life experience. So, you know, what we're up to is we're up to looking for other amazing leaders who want to really grow and develop as leaders. So if you know of anyone, please send them studentworks.com. Please share this podcast with them. Any feedback that you have about our podcast or, or anybody uh, you want to share, share uh, to look into our program, you're welcome to send me an email at cthompson at studentworks.com. I hope you have an unbelievably fantastic day. Michael, uh, really excited about you joining us on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Great. Thank you for having me, Chris. Really appreciate uh, you taking the time to do so here. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really fun to catch up and, and I know it's been a while. And uh, so let's jump even back before I knew you, uh, Michael, is, is who was Michael, you know, teenager or, you know, first year university student, you know, who, who were you and, you know, maybe what were you, what were you frustrated by before joining Student Works? So I came from a fairly entrepreneurial family um right. my family are uh immigrated to to canada from poland in in the early 80s my dad and then followed by my uncles as well and um they were very entrepreneurial in the sense that uh, either being in real estate uh my uncles were in construction 
And, you know, I, I used to do some work uh, for my uncle throughout high school, and it was always interesting to me, right, mm-hmm. um, the, the business that he built. And, it, and it's grown to this day, actually. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's run multiple businesses throughout his career. And it's always been uh, impressive to me that he was able to come to Canada and yeah. uh, have the opportunity, actually, to start a business because, you know, it wasn't like that in Poland. Um, so to have that opportunity was, was incredible. And, uh, going into university, I I knew that business was an area that I really wanted to expand my knowledge in, right. You know, continue down that line. And, uh, when I came across student works painting, to me, it was a way of being able to, to test myself Mm -hmm. essentially, right. Really understand if, I had what it took to right. look at a marketplace, to start a business, to find business, and really make an impact for yourself and you know what you can do with your career, right? Uh, so it, it was it was a challenge, and and that's that's you know the main reason uh, why I did it is that I really wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And it certainly is that right. Challenging, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and anything great is going to be challenging, right? You know, we're just talking about a challenging process that you're involved in with Oracle right now, but, but, you know, it's always, you know, again, that's, that's, that's what they pay you the big, big buck for, you know, is they they pay you to figure out the challenging stuff. You don't need, no one's going to pay you the big buck to just do simple stuff because they can, they, they pay people minimum wage to do that. Right. So, so it's kind of, kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, I know, I know obviously, uh, you were, or not, obviously you were very successful in our program. We only got to spend one year with you disappointingly, but, uh, what do you still use, uh, from the program, Michael? Uh, you know, student works painting really, was my first uh, one of my first forays into being able to look into a territory, understanding your territory, dissecting it in various factors by understanding, you know, who are the competitors within the territory, uh, who are the buyers, who are the sellers, who are the right. clients, the customers, and understanding where you can potentially carve out a space for yourself. And that's the lens that I uh, looked through uh, right. when I, I started the challenge um, at Student Works Painting uh, in, in particular. And it really helped me build my ability to prospect, right? right. I would say making out, uh, you know, n- n- making those first initial contacts with people that I had mm-hmm. otherwise have never spoken to. Uh, right. before typically, you know, the property managers were, were my go-to, right. uh, because, you know, for example, after I remember driving around my territory, that's, you know, one of the first things I would do is just drive around the territory, map it out. I don't know if Google maps was out then. No, I don't think no, so. I don't right? think so. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the old fashioned well, way, yeah. paper maps, paper maps. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Paper maps. That's it. Exactly. And I remember I had the highlighter and I would, uh, you know, uh, highlight the whole territory and I'd start driving around and be like, okay, that looks like a place I can look into further, finding out which, who the property management company was there and just being able to position Mm -hmm. what I had in mind. You know, I felt like I was providing value in the sense that 
you know, I'd be able to look at their properties um, and say, hey, you know, have you actually considered this? Because a lot of times they they might not have even. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, consider doing certain types of services, you know, the painting as it relates yeah. to upkeep and, and, and maintenance. Right. So. Right. It really taught me how to, first and foremost, understand the market, prospect right. accordingly to the market right. conditions, right, right, and being able to position your offering um, in a way that provides value to, to the client. Well, you know what's fascinating for me? Because I asked that question so many times, and it's interesting how different people answer that question differently and it's and how they answer it so relates to what they're doing <laughs> and what and and it's and cuz cuz that is exactly what you've then gone and done you know roll after roll after roll and really interesting spots that you've ended up at throughout your career so it's interesting how how we see you know we see things differently and then we see we see the world mm-hmm. through that 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 space and then Okay, great. I'm going to go attack it because you know some some people you'll see it again have a customer lens or a sales lens or all sorts of different lenses. It's really fascinating and and it does Definitely. impact what you do. So so I guess your next big you know role. What what was that? And what what did you get out of that? I guess you went to Service yeah. Master. Yeah, I did. So I um, see. I was with Service Master for about four or five years, and I guess you know going down the theme of of franchise, you know, kind of opportunities. Uh, having um, learned what I learned with Student Works Painting, I had a mentor that um, owned a Service Master franchise for the last 15, 20 years. You know, he had built up a, a great business, and um, he, you know, pitched it to me, saying, yeah. "Hey." Kitchener Waterloo, you know, has has a territory available. Why don't we do this? I I've yeah. seen what you are capable of with with student works painting. You know, you have that proven success. So why don't you why don't you come on board and uh, we can try and build out that territory. And you know, very similar to to, to student works painting. You know, slightly different industry, but still service based, right? Yeah, and one to for our leaders, young leaders, good chance they might yeah. might not have heard of Service Master, although it's a oh yeah mega mega huge organization. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Service Master is, geez, if, if not the largest uh, franchise for uh, commercial cleaning. Uh, so you know, we're talking commercial cleaning, janitorial services. Uh, the service master disaster restoration as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a few different types of business units, um, and they're global. So uh, yeah, that's 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 what they're about. Um, you know, leaders in in their industry um, in many different ways. But um, yeah, so very similarly, you know, going back to the territory, uh, the opportunity to run a franchise to partner with with a mentor, I right. think as well, uh, was incredibly important to me. And at Service Master, uh, you know, in addition to prospecting, in addition to growing out the territory, understanding the marketplace. Again, I'm, I'm going back to that because I think it's so important. Yes, <laughs> um, it is. Understanding yeah. your it is understanding your customer base. Um, I was also diving deeply <clears throat> into uh, customer customer management and also project management because mm-hmm. I would you know, be managing very, very large projects. And w- with Service Master, you know, the, the key challenge that I saw was that a lot of the contracts that we had were three to five year based. 
uh, very, you know, uh, low turnover. But Kitchener-Waterloo, the area that I saw was growing and it's a, it's a tech hub of Canada now. It's one yeah. of the key tech hubs in Canada. So at that point in time, Google was just built an office there, right? So I was getting in at the ground level right. of some of these like incredible companies uh, that were moving into Kitchener-Waterloo to set up shop. And I, that's where I saw the opportunity, right? Right? Was that being first there, having a passion for, for new business and technology as well, which is you know, one thing that I was able to relate to was how I was able to find success with that uh, franchise in particular. Um, and there were all these construction projects going on because of all these new offices that were opening up. So, you know, I figured that if I was able to get in on the ground floor within these construction projects, then our footprint would extend and grow from that. And it did. And it did. So, yeah, I, I spent about I think it was about five years at uh, at Student Works Painting. Had a fantastic mentor, you know, who I still keep in touch with uh, today. And it really further honed my skills in regards to, uh, you know, in, in not just sales and, and 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 prospecting, but also business management uh, right. in, in general, uh, customer relationship management, project uh, management were definitely key elements of um, what I learned throughout that experience. Yeah, and just just reading from LinkedIn, so managed you know five to fifteen people, several Fortune thousand companies and suppliers, an average annual re- uh, revenue growth of seventeen percent. So growing and growing, mm-hmm. growing. So this business was was really rocking it. You know, is really what what's true. And yeah, yeah. there was something <laughs> something else, right? Like you could tell, and in, in, in for our leaders, it's like you could tell all of a sudden he's talking about high tech. And he's excited. <laughs> he was talking yeah, about Circus Master <laughs> earlier. He was interested. Oh yeah, he, you know. But there was a, just a a pop, you know, from a seven to a nine. You know, that's what yeah. happened. You know, and that's a great that's a great thing to listen for. And you did listen for that, right? So tell us about tell us about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. So. <laughs> You know, I, it was it was an incredible landscape. You know, I, I started seeing all these tech companies moving in uh, into the Kitchener Waterloo market, and it, it piqued my interest. I started going to a lot of community events that they were hosting. I, I literally, when when I would go visit clients, I would just speak with some of the project managers there and the engineers to understand what they were, you know, building. And I was like, yeah. whoa! And I was kind of starry eyed in a way. I was yeah. like, whoa! This 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 stuff is incredible, right? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, after experiencing that for, you know, I think it was maybe six months to a year, I developed this passion, uh, I think, you know, for, for technology and, and I went down the rabbit hole, uh, I went further down in trying to get involved in a lot of the, uh, community events that were going on, uh, with, uh, within the tech startup scene. Which you know, a lot of them were fueled by the universities there, University of Waterloo, um, yeah. Communitech, uh, one of the uh, startup tech hubs there. Um, yeah, just went down the rabbit hole there, and you know, after a, I think probably about a year or two, I mm-hmm. kind of paused, and I think that's really important to yeah. do. Yeah, to understand, you know, where you are in your career in your life and where you want to go, yeah. right? And I. At that point, I definitely realized that I was interested in learning more about technology, learning more about this burgeoning industry 
Okay. Um, especially in Canada at that time yeah. and understanding how I could get more involved right within that. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's, that's where I started looking into various ways for me to either, you know, uh, get into a startup or getting into, um, you know, school. Uh, and what I ended up landing on was applying to do my MBA at uh, UBC Sauter, right. Um, out West. So the other side of the country, but the main reason was because UBC Sauter had already made inroads into the tech startup scene in Vancouver. And there were quite a few companies that had started from that program that grew yeah. out to be, you know, relatively large tech companies in the Vancouver, uh, tech industry. Right. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I, I completely followed my passion. I wanted to learn more. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's where it took me. And yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. And it's, it's a really, it's a really great thing, uh, to sort of listen for, right. And you really have to listen to yourself because what's true. And I want everyone to understand is what true is Michael was on a, on a, on a path to become tremendously successful. Had you stayed on the service master path, you would have been financially free and, and, and this business was, was on its way and continues, I'm sure to be really successful. And so, you know, you really got off that path, you know, and, 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 you know, Hey, uh, you know, that's, you know, the, the, the other path turned out to be great too, but, you know, and, and sometimes people feel the risk or the pang of loss, you know, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So what, what made you feel confident that you were making the right call? Yeah. Um, like a few different elements. One, um, it wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll definitely be a proponent in saying that it, it wasn't easy. You know, I was, I made the decision to to go back to school, you know, in yeah. my mid to, to, to late twenties at, at that point. And that, that was itself, you know, a challenge, but I knew I, I loved learning. Yeah. I think that was like one of the key elements. Right. Right. Uh, and I still do. Right. Yeah. I have this curiosity mm -hmm. always about, you know, learning new things in general. And I kept following that. I kept following that. So having that, characteristic within me is definitely what drove me to overcome, you know, certain challenges. Like for example, the GMAT yeah. <laughs> writing that exam. I don't know how many times I beat my head on the table, Chris, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did it. Yeah. I was committed because I wanted to learn. I, I, I wanted to, to keep growing. Right. And I thought that this was the way to do it. Um, I also had uh, a fantastic, like, a fantastic, uh, my family, right. They right. were just so supportive in my passions in driving me to follow my passions in my interests because they saw that I wanted to keep learning. I wanted to keep expanding my growth, my perspectives. Um, and you know, th there were definitely times where I was like, am I doing the right thing here? Like, sure. Yeah. question yourself right yeah. and i think that's important to do you know you're not going to have your answers within a day or two yeah it's something that happens over time and it builds in you right yeah. you know to the point where you have that solid foundation of confidence to yeah. to really keep stepping forward right one step yeah. at a time right yeah. and and that's how it works 
Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it, it's a big financial commitment, right? Cause you got to write yep. a big check. It's a big, and the big, it's not the big check. It's really the loss of income, the loss of a trajectory. And, and again, though, I think it's, it's really great because a lot of times I get questions about MBAs. And one of the things I do is I, I encourage them to go listen to podcasts like this <laughs> and I'll, yeah. I'll direct them because in the end it becomes a personal decision. But I love, yeah. I love that again, it's, it's, I, I really so believe that if you can do something, you just love doing, I love doing what I do. So it doesn't feel like work. And obviously there's parts of it that feel like work at times, but when overwhelmingly the big things that you do, you really love and you're really interested. And that again, when there's, when you have time off, you're reading about the tech stuff and I'm sure you're reading about the tech stuff and what are they doing next? Cause I'm reading about the tech stuff. So I know you're yeah, reading about the tech do. stuff. So yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, absolutely. A, that's a great leading indicator about, Hey, you've set your life up well because you just love what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, I guess fast forward, you know, I, I completed the MBA, which was a fantastic program. I, I learned so much. I, I, it definitely developed my, I guess, business framework and, and toolkit. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, and I still use it to this day. I, I find that it definitely uh, increased my ability to think analytically in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and I definitely still use it to, to this day, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fast forward, with, uh, you know, I guess a year or two yeah. after I, I completed the MBA, I, I started getting into to startups more, right? Yeah. And where I wanted to go. Yeah. And, and it was an incredible learning experience, right? Working for, for multiple startups. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we dig into those? So you joined Mobify. What was, what was that yeah. like? What did you learn from that? that opportunity yeah so well just to, to start off mobify at that point in time uh was a very uh novel technology in that it was able to take desktop websites right use all the assets and the back-end infrastructure to support and build mobile websites right okay. we take that for granted now because <laughs> you know <laughs> When you look at a website, you can change the size of the window and the website changes and adapts accordingly, right? That right. didn't used to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> like so many things. <laughs> like yes, so many exactly, things. right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when that technology came out, it was, it was very novel. And right. uh, so I, this, this, this startup was Vancouver-based. They had a fantastic book of clients. Starbucks, Crocs, you know, some very large retailers uh, that they worked with. And I had met the founders, uh, the chief revenue officer as well. And I hit it off with them. Um, right. And they provided me with the opportunity at this point in time, they were building out their uh, business development team, right? In, right. in particular, right? So, so I think I was the, 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 the second hire on that team and they were doubling down. Uh, they really wanted to, you know, go after different geographies, you know, going into the UK, for example, right. going into different verticals. Uh, they were investing a lot in their uh, tech stack and their sales stack, right? right? Which was, you know, still relatively new back then. Salesforce wasn't quite widely in use everywhere, right. uh, but that, you know, was one system. So having the opportunity to see that being built up. 
and being part of that uh, is what really, really attracted me to them. Plus, they had a fantastic product. They really did, right? That they were able to address customer issues, right? Uh, you know, this is fairly soon after the iPhone came out, you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know, four or five years after the iPhone came out, right? So, and everything was starting to go more mobile, more, more mobile. mobile, right? I- yeah, yeah exactly. I, I remember <laughs> I remember on our our you know like you couldn't read our website properly on a on a phone so you needed to go again get somebody to go and set that up. So you spent a a, a couple years there. Did they get bought or what 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 happened? <laughs> yeah, and actually uh just about I think what 4 to 6 months ago they just got bought by Salesforce. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Is that uh, awesome? Yeah. Yeah, which is such great news for them. I was so happy for them and the, and the, the co-founders there. So I was there for yeah a couple of years. They and they continued to grow uh, after my departure. But I still, you know, was going to a lot of tech community events within Vancouver, meeting various uh, startup founders, and I had met a few more startup founders, and um, you know. That's where I met the founders of Procurify, actually. No relation. There was a lot of if I companies at that point. <laughs> exactly. There still are. There's it was just are. a trend. <laughs> yeah, there still are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can we if I it? I think that's like the first thing that exactly. startup founders Spotify. think first. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Shopify, Spotify. Yeah. Um, but you know, I hit it off with them. We had a we had a great discussion, and they were at that point in their journey where they knew they had a product uh, and they're in the procure to pay space, creating a procure to pay software that was actually affordable because, you know, typically at that point in time, you know, procure to pay softwares were only uh, being sold by companies like Oracle or companies like SAP, you know, these really large enterprise types of softwares, right? Where most businesses weren't able to afford them, you know, uh, smaller size businesses. So they had really found their niche and right. they validated their product, but they weren't quite sure how to develop a go-to-market strategy. And that's, you know, that was my key strength. Like right. I knew that, right? Uh, starting from student works painting, right? Going to Service Master, going to Mobify, right? I've continued to develop that, and I still do to to, to uh, till this day, right? Right. And so they brought me on board to to help them build out their go-to market strategy, their business development uh, strategy. And uh, you know, within a few months, uh, we are we had hired some more uh, business develop business development representatives uh, to begin prospecting into different markets, different industries. And we were growing like crazy. We were booking meetings like crazy. Uh, it was going fantastic. It got to the point where the business development representatives actually had to start closing the bookings as well, right? We couldn't pass them on to the account executives wow. because there was just too many. Wow. Right? I mean, great position to be in. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- this thing was just taking off like like crazy and uh it was an incredible experience to be working with uh so such a closely knit uh group with with the founders uh with the tech team uh with the business development team to to really grow and grow out their business development and uh, go-to market strategy yeah well so obviously that was that was you know again another you know two years or so you really really 
made a lot of progress. Obviously, Procurify made a lot of progress. So what had you looking or, or did you get, what had you looking for another opportunity? Yeah, you know, I, so by that point, I was what, maybe I had worked what, four or five years in, in, the, in the startup world. Right. And what I was looking for was uh, to work with a, a little bit more of a, an established company uh, that had a little more senior leadership. I was looking for a mentor. Okay. Um, and I wanted it to, to intersect potentially with, again, the areas uh, that I was interested in. So uh, technology, travel, <laughs> and uh, you know, I do have a, a passion for travel as well. And actually, after Student Works Painting, I, I took off for a year. And I traveled uh, around Southeast Asia, and it was a, a large. Uh, it was an eye opener for me, right? It was yeah. very formative years. But knowing that I had that passion, I came across the opportunity uh, to work with uh, Agencia, which is the the corporate travel arm of Expedia. Right. So being able to marry travel and technology. And especially, again, uh, a, a technology where similar to Procurify was typically meant for a large enterprise type of company, Right, was now being developed for the small, medium enterprise business space. Right. And, you know, and that's where Agencia was going as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I was able to see these two passions. I had the opportunity to meet with the managing director of Canada. And she blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew that I wanted to work with her. Awesome. Um, you know, we, we had similar visions and I knew I could learn from her. Yeah, absolutely. Too, right. Most, most, most importantly, I, I knew she'd be able to challenge me. Um, and again, I had the opportunity there to enter into a new marketplace for them, Western Canada, or right. where, where they hadn't had boots on the ground before. So having, again, that opportunity to create a go-to market strategy, to go deep into a market and understand, you know, where are the potential gaps here uh, right. within this type of industry? Where can we offer value, right? Uh, again, it was another challenge for me from that perspective, right? And I loved it. Uh, it was fantastic. So yeah, I was there for, what was it? What was that about three years? Almost, I think. Yeah. Almost, almost, <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. Three and a half years. And, and, yeah, and I know, years, I know, yeah. I know you were 150% of plan through 2019. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah. So one question, when you look at startup versus big company, you know, how do you, yeah. how do you compare and contrast that and, you know, decide around that? Like, what, what do you, what do you think? Cause obviously, yeah. So what do you think? Well, I, I think you have to understand what's important to you. Right. You know, what do you want uh, out of your career, out of the role? And what are your values? I, I, right. You know, I, I think is incredibly important in understanding. And again, you know, taking the time to understand that within yourself, listening right. to yourself, like you said, Chris, right. is so incredibly important. And, you know, as it relates to a startup, what was important to me was, you know, was new technology, uh, having the opportunity to build and grow to analyze a marketplace, to build this go-to market strategy was what was really incredible and important to me. And to be able to work with, you know, the founders, the tech team, uh, the business development team so closely together, right? So that's right. what I valued there. But within a large organization, right, uh, there are aspects 
that overlap, right? So, you know, with Agencia, now Oracle, for example, I still have the opportunity to, to really dissect a marketplace to strategize around building, you know, that go-to market strategy. But what carries on the common thread uh, as well are, are the values, like for me, being able to, to work with people that I enjoy, that, that challenge me uh, as well where we share the same values that are empathetic um that are able to you know have uh constructive conversations about any topic uh for that matter right uh that's that's very important to me right you know i'm happy to say that i have a you know fantastic manager at oracle too right um that is incredibly supportive uh, as yeah. well. Uh, so, you know, I've been able to, to, to find another mentor, uh, which I'm so grateful for too. Right. So there is that common thread and as it relates to the differences, uh, you know, you have at a large company, you tend to have more resources available yeah. to you, right. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to building out that, you know, go to market strategy, right. While at a startup, you're, you're kind of scrambling, right. You're, you're spinning around, but because of that, you dive deep and you learn so much, right? So there's trade-offs, right? But again, and that's why it's so important to coming back to understanding yourself, listening to yourself and understanding what's important to you. Yeah. And the other thing as well, I think for our leaders listening is, is also understanding that making sure like, uh, you know, a sales leader needs to understand the market conditions that they're operating in and see, is this business differentiated? Do they have a real offering that the marketplace is going to jump after? Because you, you know, again, both of the both of the two startups that you were at were again just crushing it and and crushed it, and and so now obviously the other two companies you're working with as well are very very powerful companies in their own right. So so it really is when you're looking to go to an organization, it's not like oh wow it's a startup, great it could be Google. Well hold on, <laughs> there's way more startups <laughs> that are anything but Google, you know, and it's yeah. it's it's it really is looking and and really needing to assess the marketplace and hey is this really differentiated? Is this something that's going to really change? Because you know there is a trade off going to a startup because if it mm-hmm. really is a win then that's great. Well, frankly, when I joined Student Painters or in Student Works Painting, it was a startup, you know, because I was yeah, yeah. I was the tenth owner operator, and and we really yeah, yeah. crushed it, and we're still here and 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 yeah, and yeah. doing it. So so it's it's and and as a result of that, I got into a role where I wouldn't have otherwise got in if I came a couple of years later, wouldn't have been in this role. So it so there is yeah. sort of circumstances and timing and again markets that we need to consider. And obviously, yeah. that's one of the things that happened at Agencia. Your role, although you love the company, you love the mentor, you were crushing it, was impacted immensely by COVID. You know, so yes, travel travel yeah. businesses have been <laughs> impacted. So, so, and 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 I think it's really great. Um, not really, obviously, that's disappointing. But I mean, good people land on their feet. Right. So, 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 you know, again, it's, it's, you know, this happens, obviously Gen Z couldn't hold on to their, all their staff. They must've really, really had to really, really hammer down the number of people. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I, um, yeah. And that was a challenging time, you know, yeah. um, when COVID hit, um, you know, a lot of us did see the writing on the wall too, For right? sure. you know, just from a business perspective. Yeah. I mean, it, 
yeah, it makes sense, right? Like I, yeah. I, I get it. And I'm actually still in touch with the colleagues, you know, yes. f- from agency, yeah, right? Sure. And, and and my former manager. Um, yeah. it's not personal. It, it, no, that's just yes. the thing. It, it it wasn't personal. Um, and I knew it was a you know difficult decision, but at the same time, I understood the decision, and um, you know, and and there was continued support going through it. Though as well, there was there was empathy um, yeah. as well, right? Which, which was incredibly important, and it also it gave me time though to to take that pause yeah. in, in my career, um, mm-hmm. you know, and really understand where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, what other passions have you know have I developed at that point in time? What other areas of interest are there for me to right. to continue to, to develop? And I'm grateful for that um and again it's it's difficult to have those you know introspective moments yeah but so important (laughs) so important absolutely i I imagine as well like you know it's probably a bunch of fear right all of a sudden wow oh my gosh you know the whole world's going to hell in a handbasket so what what kept your you know head in the right spot what kept you you know being uh you know taking the right actions yeah, absolutely. There was fear. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're you're going into the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so last year I got married. Right. And uh, I think it was about what two two months after we got married. You know, I was laid off from Agencia, and yeah. I'm going, oh man. You know, I just got married, and yeah. you know, we're planning our lives together, yeah. and now this happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was scared. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But you know, a few things that really helped me through that, well, you know, my, my wife, first and Mm -hmm. foremost, I'm I'm so grateful for her. Um, absolutely. Right. Because she was there. She she was just there. Right. Um, and being able to, to help me uh, through those times, my family, again, my parents were fantastic. Um, also the community that I had built up, you know, the, the tech community. I was actually speaking with a lot of tech startups in, yeah. in that time too, right? And I was able to um, actually, I, I worked with a few tech startups in that gap as well to help them with their go-to market strategy, right? right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, but it was helpful for me because yeah. it 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 uh, helped me understand where I wanted to to go next. Yeah, um, you know where I thought the opportunity was for me, and you know. You know that so that's the support angle from you know relationships you know incredibly important but also uh i thought it was incredibly important to to take time for yourself to go outside like yeah. take time to really relax and maybe not thinking not think about it too well for sure yeah because yeah. there's nothing you know you can only don't do obsess it when you, yeah you can only do it something <laughs> yeah. when you can do something so so you know the, the yeah. point is this is happening to me let it go exactly. uh let's go for a hike you know or whatever or just you know and just okay or let's go you know help someone out in a, with a, with their startup or let's go have lunch with someone and connect and sort of see what opportunities available and then just let it be because you know again i think i think you know it's the doom loop that people go into that is not necessarily true yeah. at all because you know again if you were looking, Michael, at somebody who had just lost their job because of this overall global pandemic in the travel industry, you would say, mm-hmm. hey, 
breathe. It's okay. You're, you know, because, yeah. you know, with your track record, if somebody like this had this track record, you go, hey, it'll be okay. And, and I, I know, as I was telling you, both the two amazing new recruits that we have in our business came because of their companies got shut down or majorly impacted. So, so this is, yeah. this is, you know, companies are like, oh, fantastic. I get some new talent you know, and, oh, this is wonderful. We were looking for two new people and, you know, with Nancy and, and Maria, fantastic. Yep. We've, we've got these people to come help us. And so it's, it's, again, this happens and, uh, you know, and then it's just, what's the next step. So, you know, I know you've joined Oracle. Maybe you can tell our leaders who, who don't know what or Oracle is, but it's, you know, obviously one of the leading companies in the world, uh, but, but sometimes they don't know and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Oracle uh, is is one of the largest uh, enterprise software developers providers uh, in the world. Uh, it's very likely that it's interesting. Um, Oracle touches so many different businesses, industries. Uh, you know, if you're, it's the software that almost makes the world run in a way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the background. You know, and, and, and you don't, yeah, everywhere you, you don't see it, right? A lot of the time. Um, so that is Oracle. I, um, I had the opportunity um, to work with Oracle actually a few years ago. And uh, that was with NetSuite, um, their subsidiary. Yes. And uh, that's ex at exactly the same point in time where uh, it was Oracle and Agentia. Okay. between the two actually right right and uh, i decided to go with agencia uh, right. at that point in time but serendipitously after agencia uh my old oracle colleague uh in hr reached out to me huh? you know i said hey there's there's a role available here for you you know if you're interested in exploring it and i was like yeah sure and you know so i, I met with the team over zoom i still have yet to meet my team physically <laughs> Yeah, which is weird to say. I but know. anyways, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I had uh, I had met the team. I, I had met my manager. He's also uh, based in BC, and it was ticking the boxes. Yeah, strong manager, fantastic manager. You know, he's he's a strong mentor. So you know, he can keep pushing me, so I can keep learning. Yeah, um, it was checking the boxes of okay, this is this is a this is a marketplace again where it's 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 diversified we have fantastic enterprise software solutions either be it for financials budgeting and planning supply chain management yeah. um, and i did a lot of that research beforehand as well to understand okay you know how competitive actually you know are we here for sure. and sure enough moving to the cloud and uh, that journey that a lot of organizations are making right now, the digital transformation, Oracle is is the leader in that in so many different ways. So, you know, I saw this burgeoning industry, growing industry, and I wanted to be able to be a part of that and grow it out in Western Canada again, right? No, that's exciting. I know one of our, uh, um, one of our podcasts, uh, Dawson Curry is one of the youngest uh, 
VPs of NetSuite and now Oracle. So, so in that whole space, and he's in the manufacturing uh, space uh, and driving mm-hmm. driving sales in that space. So, so uh, you know, our, our regular listeners uh, or would would know of Dawson, and he he comes out to our trainings often. And cool. it's it's you know, and and again, it's one of the things about joining a company like Oracle. Oracle doesn't doesn't do layoffs. You know, does layoffs only when there's okay we. We, there's people aren't at level, but there's no, there's never, there will never be a, you know, a down day at Oracle. I imagine um, just, just because just, just the way, you know, their business operates, it really is a monstrously successful business that is just so yes. protected and so integrated in all these fortune 100 and fortune 500 companies that, that, you know, that's one of the other things about working in a, in a, in a great organization like that. Now, again, if you get sleepy in an organization like that, well, Hey, you won't last, but, but it yeah. really, you know, that it's, it's really so well protected. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely kept me on my toes. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. The standards I'm With sure that. are incredibly high. I, I, I can only, only imagine, you know, so. Yeah, I, I I'm learning uh, I'm learning so much. They are incredibly surgical in regards to creating their you know go to market strategies and and penetrating uh, accounts. It's it's quite impressive uh, yeah. actually uh, with the the tool sets the the tools that and frameworks that we use um, you know to be able to create value uh, but position ourselves. Uh, yes. in such a manner where, you know, we can say, yeah, you know, we can save you X millions of dollars over yes. the course of this year, right. Or a few years. Um, so uh, I've been very impressed in that manner and, uh, and continue learning. Definitely. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So what about, uh, um, you know, failures or mistakes and how do you learn from those? I think as it relates to failures is it's interesting you know because i think sometimes people try to kind of maybe you know hide their failures yeah uh but it's part of the challenge yeah <laughs> that's like that's the reality for sure it, right and and it's okay to to take the time you know if if you if if you are like for example like you know after you know between agencia and oracle there were definitely times where I was scared, I was fearful, and and I took the time to work through those emotions. Though, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And there's going to yeah. be there's going to be setbacks in a career, and even with that yeah. setback in particular, there was really yeah. again nothing wrong. Meaning, hey, I didn't do anything, right? Sometimes as well, people think, hey, well, you know. Uh, you know, it'll be, uh, I'm the cause in the action all the way. Well, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not the cause in that action. Now, ultimately I'm responsible because I chose that company rather than NetSuite years ago. And so I'm, yeah. I'm hundred percent responsible. And the only way, yeah, the only yeah. thing that's going to get me a new job is me going and getting a new job. But you can see that again, you know, sometimes we can point at more things that really were, Oh, I should not have done that mistake orientation, right? Because there you could say, oh, I shouldn't have taken a job at Agencia. No one could have seen a global pandemic reasonably. Well, except Bill Gates. But um, <laughs> you know, so so <laughs> in changing your your decision about choosing a job, you know. So but yeah, no, it's yeah. really it's really great to sort of see that. So what yeah. about as you went from a student to a you know full-time value creator, you know, what did you have to change about yourself? 
what I have to change about my, from a student to a value creator? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, I think a few things. So I, I grew up as an only child, right? right okay. <laughs> so for me, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go travel actually okay. was to see what else was out there. Right. Right. And one of the key things that I learned that, well, you know, it really burst my bubble in a way that it's like, well, it's not just about me. <laughs> it's, it's not. Right? Absolutely. No, no, it really isn't. It really isn't. And if you really want to make, you know, impactful, lasting developments or change, collaboration is key. Oh, is it ever? Yeah. Is it ever? Being able to, 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 to work with others is, is so, so important. Uh, being able to have constructive, sorry, phone no going off there, but being able to have that constructive, those constructive conversations, those um, those points of collaboration when you're working on projects. You know, for example, I know I'm working on an RFP now, right. uh, and I know that if it were just me, there's no way I would have been able to put all these items together awesome. by myself, right? Yeah, no way. No way, right? So I, I think collaboration is is so important. And you know, in high school, in in university, you work on projects. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes in a team, but it's not as hard hitting. I think. Yeah. Sometimes, right? Because you know, you're going for the grade, maybe, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, in business, working together, and you know, as it relates to like student works, for example, and and the fantastic mentors that I had there. Right. Without being able to collaborate with them, there's yeah. no way I would have been able to have that have that success. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I realized that. And that's yeah. something that, you know, I continue to drive throughout my career. Right. And that's yeah. why understanding the team dynamics and who I'm working with is, is so important to me. Well, it's yeah. also great how just really clear you are in getting that right and being. Uh, generous and also obviously aware. Uh, you know, there's two things. Number one, being aware, and then also just being generous. Hey, I can't do it all myself, and that's what successful people yeah. say and think, right? Where you know, again, one of the problems is, you know, sometimes smartest people in the room think, "Oh, I can figure it all out myself," and they're literally, as a result, you know, they're really limiting themselves tremendously. And yeah. and again, because Oracle would only have super super smart people. Like there's no dummies. Everybody's super, super smart. So it's, it's, you know, Hey, who's the expert here? Who's the expert here? That's something that again, just comes up continuously with our alumni. So what, what key habits would, would someone want to steal from you, Michael? I've been told time and time again, uh, by those that I've worked with, I have a very strong work ethic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that that comes from my family. Right. Um, so that. I think is it, it, to me, it's it's incredibly important uh, to understand what you are, you know, striving for. Right. I think, uh, you know, so that's that's a, definitely a key work habit for myself. Uh, another one that I think uh, has helped me get to where I am today is every making time for yourself every four months, every six months, taking a pause. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, going away for the weekend or however you do it, you know, yeah. writing in a journal yeah. and just almost resetting to understand, okay, where am I right now? What's important to me? 
who am I? Right. And letting that guide you to your next step. Right. Right. I, I think that's incredibly important. Um, and it's more and more difficult to do because there's, it, it's so easy to, to get busy with, you know, all, all the noise that's around you. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's incredibly important to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. And, and, and as well as you get more and more senior roles, you become more and more part of the hub and everything that you're trying mm-hmm. to do, people pulling you in, which is all great. And I need yeah. to block some time off and again, travel once we're out of this COVID thing. Um, you know, so I'm sure you're, you're, you've, given what you've said before, looking forward to it. I am too. So, so final question, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? In the, in the context of, of COVID, in the context of the environment that we're living in, in the context of, uh, you know, Zoom, you're meeting everyone through Zoom. Uh, I think, uh, I think empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Is, is incredibly important. Vulnerability. Yeah. 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 Uh, is, is incredibly important for, for today's leader leading in to tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think we're faced with, uh, you know, a, a new normal in a way. Yeah. yeah. Right. And those that are able to see that, be conscious of it, and adapt to it, I, I think are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah and and I think I think these times, you know, um, just just shine or you know cast darkness on people who or leaders who don't have those skills right empathy vulnerability authenticity you know just just and again like your mentor going gee i've never been able to you know connect with michael personally and instead i've got you know this amazing relationship that we've developed over zoom is that that shows an enormous amount of empathy you know uh for, for on on behalf of him or her and and again, it's, it's, it's really, it, it wouldn't show up as much in a, in the normal world. And it makes all the difference under pressure. You know, those things yeah. just become that much more important, you know, and, and, uh, but they're always important, but they're very, very important in the, in the, uh, most, most trying of times. So. I completely agree, Chris. Absolutely. Yeah. There was one thing that my manager did just last Friday, actually, that was, I really appreciated. Uh, it was Friday afternoon mm-hmm. and, uh, he gave me a call Yeah, and I was just, you know, tying a few things up, uh, before the end of the day. And he goes, uh, and he, he gives me a call and he's, and he's walking outside and he goes, what are you doing, Mike? Well, I'm just, you know, tying a few things up. Oh, okay. Well get up, get up. Let's go for a walk. What do you mean? Let's go for a walk. No, no. Like go outside. <laughs> go for a walk you're coming for a walk with me i'm like oh okay let's go and sure enough we you know i took my dog and we went for a walk and, you know, <laughs> that's awesome spoke for yeah it was great I, I thought it was a great idea right like yeah uh, and it felt good ever, yeah. yeah is that yeah, ever awesome like that, is that ever awesome yeah like it's just trying to make normal out of this craziness and and uh yeah like it's it's everyone's everyone's coping everyone's coping with it you know, and, and, and that kind of normalizes things doing that. So isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just great. So Michael, thank you so much for joining us on the leaders of tomorrow. I I just love, uh, you know, just the, 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 the conversation that we had, the, the, the path that you've taken and I know just, uh, continued success, uh, moving forward. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And, uh, thank you for, you know, connecting with me and staying in touch with me over the, over the years. Uh, you guys have had a lasting impact on my career and, and I'm grateful for it. So thank you.
Okay, fantastic. You have an awesome day. Thanks again, Michael. You too. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.